magandang araw at maligayang bati po mga kapwa Pinoy's. Welcome sa episode 10 ng Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Please continue po to spread the word at sana po ay mag-sign up kayo for subscription at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. All we need is your first name, last name, telephone number, and email address. Ngayon po, patuloy po tayo na mag-discuss tungkol sa effects ng uh, COVID sa mental health. At ating pong special guest ngayong araw na ito ay no other than um, Dr. Eligio Abeliera. Pero mamaya po natin siya um, i-onboard. <coughs> Ayun po, gusto kong mag-announce uh, na bago po i-announce ang community events pala, I wanted to remind you again, uh, it's been 10 episodes na, but I mentioned this on the first episode, na yung ating, ating pong theme song, um, ang title po is Pinoy Talaga. And as I said before, it was composed and sang by my brother, Gene Basilio Jr., nasa Pilipinas po siya. So he has composed a lot of songs, pero ito po yung uh, pinaka-paborito natin. It really fits sa ating uh, show, sa ating uh, podcast. Because we're talking about Filipino things. Anything under the sun. Talk, let's talk this and that nga po, di ba? So going back to our community events, uh, February 10 and 11, meron pong webinar ang uh, Georgia SBDC ulit po. Uh, <coughs> That webinar is uh, titled Starting a New Food Business. And on February 18th and 25th, meron naman pong silang webinar, and it's called Start Smart. And that is going to cost $195. Katulad po ng dati, just go to their website, which is georgiasbdc.org slash training. So ngayon po, Babalik tayo sa ating mga uh, series ng Filipino Pride. Ang gusto ko pong i-highlight ngayon ay si Eduardo San Juan. Also known as Space Junkman. <laughs> Mr. San Juan is a NASA engineer who conceptualized the lunar rover, if you don't know that. Or what is called the moon buggy. Alam po ninyo nung nag, uh, nag-land sila sa moon and meron silang sinakyan to roam around, yung pong moon rover. Um, this is what the Apollo astronauts used on the moon. So si Mr. San Juan po ang nag-design noon. He used homemade materials for the moon buggy that was chosen over those mo- modern designs. That's the reason why they call him Space Junkman. Dr. Eduardo San Juan finished his degree from Mapua Institute of Technology in Manila. So after his career, he eventually went back to the Philippines to teach. He was born in March 18th of uh, 1924, and he passed away in 1988. Pero gusto ko lang pong i-highlight yung mga Filipinos who has made um, tremendous impact and has um, done a lot of worthwhile things. Yung pangalawa po naman, his name is Neil Dazzo. Neil invented water gasoline and has been awarded the Outstanding Filipino Inventor. 
and this was after successfully running a vehicle with water. Can you imagine? His invention is called tubig na gasolina, or what they call the dazo water fuel hydrogen. So I don't know why it hasn't taken over the world yet. That's that's pretty cheap. If you can run your vehicle with water, then um, there goes um, the gas business. <laughs> so <coughs> continuing po on sa Filipino traditions that we hardly na nawawala na that we hardly perform anymore. Number I mentioned the first three uh, to our previous broadcast. Ang number four po yung harana. And I know a lot of um, a lot of people know that, but I don't. I'm I'm, I'm not sure if the youngster um, know about this, and this is the reason why I'm, I'm mentioning it. Yung harana po is a traditional form of courtship, wherein a man would sing and woo the woman outside her window at night. In the old days, there was a set of protocols, a code of conduct, and a specific style of music when performing harana. An acoustic guitar was used and Spanish-influenced songs were sung. And it's not uncommon for the suitor to bring his friends along. O kaya naman yung mga uh, pinakamagaling na haranista sa bayan. <laughs> this was not always a solitary endeavor. And um, in fact, it was considered one of a social event. And I remember this. I'm... This is going to reveal you how old I am, but when I was growing up, I know that we would go to the old town, um, next town where my, my grandparents live, and we have an auntie younger than my mom uh, who was still single, and they kind of keep skidding around because they would ask the permission of my grandfather saying, well, Mr. So-and-so wants to come come and do the harana for, aunt, for auntie, um, auntie Inyang is what we call Auntie Virginia. So I started to ask, how do they do that? So it's all, it's all uh, dark, and then you know how the bamboo huts are, and then yung tinutungkuran yung, yung bintana, you open the window, and then as soon as you open the window with the light on, and they start playing the, the songs. And I have actually seen them do that, <laughs> so that was, that was neat. And of course, because of the technology nowadays, it seems like nobody's doing that anymore. But um, apparently in other Filipino organizations, they're still doing that, um, not the real act of going to the window, but they do that inside the house um, now, especially with the onset of um, karaoke <laughs> or the popularity of uh, karaoke machines. Um, the number two is the paninilbihan, and uh, in English, that's called service. But this is when a man or a suitor serves the woman's family by doing manual labor, such as cutting wood for cooking, fetching water from the well, etc. And this is to show that he is capable of taking care of her and her future family. And it's not applicable to modern times because back then, um, you know, parang kumbaga required yon ng pamilya ng babae. But um, it, the courtship on those days had some phases or stages that a man has to pass through before he could get married to his sweetheart. So in those days, courtship was never easy. And hindi lang yung babae ang nililigawan noong araw, nililigawan yung buong pamilya. You have to get the, the family's affection as well. So yung last po, number six, sa uh, ating traditions na nawawala na, is what we call sukob. 
So sukub means um, when two members of a family get married in the same year. So kumbaga eh, in sukub and parang na na cover ng isang year yung dalawang events na yon. So it's it is believed that it is unlucky to be married on the same year with another fam of uh, two family members, um, or if a family member dies within that year. So ev- everybody is like, if somebody died this year and you you were supposed to get married at the end of the year, you better reschedule that because they they won't allow it. And that was in the old times. I I believe this year this times it's it's no longer practiced. So, mga kababayan, ako po ay magbabalik para i-present sa inyo ang ating guest podcaster na si Dr. Adeliera. Mga kababayan, salamat po sa inyong pagbabalik. Uh, at this point po, gusto kong ipakilala sa inyo ang ating guest podcaster for the week, somebody that I deeply admire and I deeply respect. His name is Dr. Eligio Abeliara, a retired Filipino doctor <coughs> who was a general surgery specialist for over 59 years and who had a private solo surgical practice. He will share with us his perspective on COVID, having gone through it, w- having, having gone through with it himself, and the impact of this disease on our mental health. Welcome po, Doc. Yeah, I'm here. Kumusta na kayo? Maputi po. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Well, thank you, Miss Jane, for this opportunity to appear in your podcast. Uh, I would also like to extend the same gratitude to Asian Time and Asian Times and to Mr. Wong for the sponsorship. But before we go any further, I would like to issue a disclosure, if you may. I am a retired physician, but still a duly licensed one. I keep up with continuing medical education as a prerequisite to license renewal. I am not, however, by any means, one of the experts in what we, were, we will be talking about, which is this discourse we are now currently experiencing this past two years. I do realize that there are probably a, a good number of actively practicing physicians or other healthcare professionals in our community that can provide more enlightening perspectives. Nevertheless, I do know a little bit of the general science of medicine that qualifies me to give a discerning opinion. But, as you said, I do have a first-hand experience being one of the unfortunate early victims of this curse. Yes, Doc. So, can you you tell us about your experience with COVID-19? My experience with COVID-19, wow, I would characterize it with uh, probably two words, horrible and awful. Yes, it was horrible and it was awful. You know, uh, two days ago was uh, uh, 
we recently passed the second anniversary of when the first case of COVID was disclosed here in the United States, uh, in the state of Washington. It was from a man who recently traveled to Wuhan, China. Take note of that because we'll come back to that later. For some reason, it was not taken seriously at the time. And pretty soon the country was, was overwhelmed with cases. Folks were being hospitalized, and a fair number were dying in an unprecedented rate. The nation was gripped with fear. The wall-to-wall network coverage did not help allay the fears. That was the time when I felt sick with what I, we initially thought to be just acute bronchitis. But it didn't get better with the conventional treatment of bronchitis. And to make a long story short, I got worse in spite of antibiotics and self-medication uh, to the point that I was really, really short of breath. This prompted us to go to the emergency room uh, in an unholy hour almost close to midnight. <clears throat> and uh, I was uh, admitted for 36 hours after the initial workup in the emergency room and given some initial treatment. Of course, we didn't know what I had at the time. And then uh, uh, they did the swab with my nose, which uh, came back uh, positive for COVID uh, later uh, while I was in the hospital. I stayed in the hospital only for 36 hours because there was nothing else to, uh, to do. Uh, the this, uh, pandemic was very new and we didn't know much about it. So I felt better, so they sent me. But within 24 hours uh, after being uh, home, I got worse again, more shortness of breath. Uh, so I, uh, we returned to the uh, emergency room and uh, was subsequently uh, again uh, admitted. Uh, it, uh, I might, the first uh, uh, emergency room visit, I had a chest x ray which was negative, but a CT scan this time around showed the classic changes of uh, COVID. Both my lungs were studded with a pneumonic process, what we call in medicine as uh, grand glass appearance. So, so how I long did you stay the for the second time, Paul? No. How long did you stay it's at the hospital for the second time? Oh, that for the second time, um, I was a uh, nine days, and it was wow. the nine days spent in isolation room at the uh, Emory St. Joseph Hospital. Okay, I so could not say enough of how excellent my care was. Right. And uh, how courteous and kind and professional the entire hospital staff. But as one might imagine, it was perhaps the worst nine days of my life, alone, waiting to die. Now. Oh, my God. Thankfully, Thankfully, with the grace of God, 
and families and friends' prayers uh, were answered and recovered without having to be on the ventilator, but not without what is now described as long haul syndrome. Anyway, but we are so glad. That we're so glad that you have recovered, Doc. So I know that you are very passionate about um, vaccinations. And how else do you think can we convince our, Fili- our fellow Filipinos to get vaccinated? Because I believe, and I know you and I both believe that vaccination is w- the best way to uh, combat this disease or prevent indeed. it. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, we are in it in a pandemic and it's still in the midst of one. Uh, yes, and so how else do you think can we convince them aside from just like kind of talking about it? Because I know I've been mentioning this at the podcast almost every week and I even read uh, one of your posts to, um, about um, this is one of the best things we can do to help our frontliners. That is the 64 million dollar question that has baffled hundreds, healthcare communities and experts alike. While other parts of the world are struggling mightily to get vaccinated, here we are in a free country where the vaccine is free and readily available. There's so much reticence, reluctance and resistance, making it hard to achieve the herd immunity necessary in the eventual control of more mutations and spread. There is really no real crime and good reason why gain, other than the history of severe anaphylaxis mm-hmm. and the constraints of access and ability in the hard-to-reach areas everyone eligible should have it. Mandate or no mandate, there is responsibility that comes with our citizenship and our humanity being vaccinated is the responsible thing to do. Thank you so much we for emphasizing only, that. Yeah, yeah, we can only ask so much from uh, those still reluctant to have the job for one reason or another. I've learned to respect their desire, although I don't understand it. I just wish, I just wish they can see that vaccination is not so much about them, but more about the people around them, the right. folks that they love. Yes, and that's what I've been ke- uh, repeating every ep- episode. It's let's do it for our families and for our loved ones. Funniest thing is um, in the Philippines, it's that's not a problem. Bec- they do want to get vaccinated, but they can't afford it. So we do have programs to send uh, vaccines over there um, that I'm involved with yeah, here. I in was, yeah. I want to talk to you about that later after we're through with this. Okay. Um, I have a, another question. Is um, From your perspective as someone who has gone through and survived COVID, how do you think it impacts the mental health of um, not only those afflicted, but the caretakers, frontliners, and the whole community, whole Filipino community? All right. That has something to do with uh, your question probably has something to do with pandemic fatigue and mental issues. Both can be tied uh, together. And part of pandemic fatigue is its effects on the Asian American Pacific Islander communities. Uh, 
uh, you must uh, you probably have seen how hate crime has uh, increased among uh, uh, Asian uh, Americans. It's up to, I believe, the last uh, number that I saw is up to 361%. So our community, the Asian Pacific Islander community, individuals in this community are more fearful of this uh, hatred directed to them than uh, they are with the pandemic. So as I alluded to those comments referring to, to uh, like Wuhan virus or China virus do not help. In fact, it helps further tribes if not who blame China for this pandemic, but slump every Asian and Pacific Islanders commit atrocious hate crimes. And speaking of uh, mental health issues, there is an added issue of anxiety and mm-hmm. psychological effects, right. navigating them and the uncertainty that it poses make the problem more complicated. The pandemic is putting enormous stress to our mental state. Reportedly, there's about 75% of parents are experiencing some sort of behavioral stress. And also children, their education and social interactions are affected. It was right. reported that one in five suffer from depression and one in four from anxiety. Now, I think it's important, I want to emphasize this, uh, what we can do Continue to trust our healthcare experts and scientists, and that includes trust in this action. That we will come through. We should believe that. Yes. Looking things in the positive way, because uh, looking at the positive aspect of life will significantly counter the stress this pandemic has brought about. Uh, a noted psych- psychotherapist advised also meditation and exercise definitely will help. And in addition, uh, don't, be, don't be afraid to ask for help. Right. It's okay to ask for help. Reaching out is therapeutic because let one know he, he is not alone. You know, Filipino-American healthcare workers make up about between 20 to 25% of America's healthcare system. And that is just among the frontliners, mm-hmm. not including the other behind the scenes support system. That's correct. But previous to their hard work, resilience, and dedication, we don't hear them quitting the job because they've had it. They're like the, you know, the ever ready battery commercial? <laughs> Energizer. On going, going, and going. Mm-hmm. And for the Filipino community in general, you all are aware how Filipinos are very social and gregarious. Mm-hmm. That has changed significantly. Even our monthly Mayung sessions have been curtailed. Mm. Well, before I let you go, uh, um, I really appreciate you giving us those pointers, and I hope that um, coming from you, a very well-respected leader in the community, that uh, 
a lot of our Filipino folks would finally, um, you know, jump in and uh, get vaccinated because we really, really need that, especially with this new strain that's really rapidly and is so easily transferable. But uh, before I let you go, I, I want to hear your parting words, advice and words of wisdom that you can um, give to the Filipino community. Oh, okay. And that sounds like a uh, uh, word for me that we are uh, uh, ending the session, right? Yes, sir. Anyway. But we will, we will have you back again and we can uh, talk some more <laughs> offline. Okay. Before I, do, before I do that, let me reiterate my thanks to you and to the Asian Times and Mr. Wong. You're you very know, welcome. Paul. The reality... Uh, the reality of uh, lear uh, learning to live with COVID does not mean to let it be. It's not only to protect people, especially the vulnerable ones, but also means doing something to control it instead of it controlling us. So on this uh, talk about people are freaking out, there's absolutely no need to. We have the tools we don't have in we didn't have in 2020. We now have vaccines, monoclonal antibodies, uh, therapeutic, uh, antiviral therapeutic uh, pills, along with the rapid testing. We just need to settle down and follow guidelines. Omicron may be here, but don't panic if you're vaccinated and boosted. Until things simmer down and uh, this newly uh, new highly infectious variant. Avoid large gatherings, especially in indoor unventilated settings, where it cannot be avoided. Get back to wearing the mask. And speaking of masks, use the high-quality mask, preferably the N95, KN95, or KS94. Again, there's just too much to cover about this pandemic. But the bottom line can be summarized in what we've heard often enough already. I would not characterize it as the words of wisdom, but more of a plea. And that is to please get vaccinated and if pleasable, get boosted. We are part of humanity, and it's part of that that makes us responsible for our individual part to submit to the God to help this for the common good. Together, we'll get through this. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat Thank po, Doc. Thank you so very much po. And we will talk again soon. Thank you again. Mga kababayan, I hope na marami kayong natutunan sa uh, peace at pagbisita sa atin ni Dr. Abeliera. Like I said, he is um, someone that I really deeply admire and <coughs> respect. And he's a very well-respected leader in the Philippine community. Um, and he gave us a lot of um, really um, good advice. Sana po sundin natin yun. Ngayon naman po, shifting gears, gusto ko pong uh, ibigay sa inyo ang three of the 17, to continue three of the 17 um, series of the uh, mental health, yung three of the resources that you can share with someone who may need it. So, ang number four po, the South Asian Mental Health Initiative and Network, 
In short, they're called SAMHI, S-A-M-H-I. This is a nonprofit organization that works to address the needs of South Asians living in the United States. So, nagbibigay po sila ng uh, alistahan ng mga mental health providers at saka directory that allows you to uh, maghanap, mag-search po um, by languages or um, by health providers, um, location or service type. Ang kanilang uh, website po ay www.samhin, and that's spelled S-A-M-H-I-N.org. So again, it's www.samhin.org. Yung pangalawa po is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Sila naman po yung NAMI, N-A-M-I. So they provide an overview of some barriers to mental health, including stigma, language barriers, um, lack of uh, culturally competent providers. And um, they also provide seminars in Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese. So matatagpuan po sila sa www.nami.org slash your, Y-O-U-R. And the last one I want to share with you as a resource for mental health issues is the Asian American Health Initiative. Um, sila naman po yung AHI, A-A-H-I. <laughs> Their mission is to improve the health and wellness of Asian Americans. So it also provides useful general resources in traditional Chinese, Korean, Hindi, and Vietnamese languages. So... Um, Hindi naman siguro problema sa Pilipino yun dahil marunong naman, ta- marunong naman tayong mag-English. Madali nang pong um, intindihin. Um, so, ang kanila pong website ay www.aahiinfo.org So, yun lang po ang ating tatlo. Um, abangan po sa susunod na kabanata yung naman kung susunod na resources. So, that's the six that we have provided so far. So, we still have about seven to go. Um, so, shifting, I'm gonna share with you a, a joke for today. And this is about a, a teacher in the class who says, in my class, I don't want to hear you speaking Tagalog. Is that clear? And the student says, yes, ma'am. So the teacher looks at one student and says, okay, let me know your name first. What's your name? And the student responds, my name is early seven, strike land, never broke. And the teacher says, wow, are you Phil M? And the student responds, no, ma'am. It's the English translation of my real name, which is Agapito Hampaslupa Dimagiba. <laughs> I know it's corny, but, <laughs> and you probably have heard this before, but it's, I think it's funny. So before I close, I want to share with you an inspiring quote. And it says, when our time on earth is done, Money or material things will not matter. But the love, time, and kindness we've given others will shine and live forever. And the author is unknown. And with that said, somebody also said, never view kindness as a weakness. Because it takes a lot of strength to be kind in today's selfish world. Unknown, unknown din po 
So ngayon po, panahon na para magpaalam. Tandaan po ninyo na mag-sign up sa subscription ng usapangpinoyga at gmail.com. Again, send us your first name, last name, telephone number, and email address. Hanggang sa muli po, paalam muna sa ngayon. Pinoy.